What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Today's episode is going to be brought to you by Mystery Ranch, built for the mission. And if you haven't been rocking the Mystery Ranch Fireline Pack, well, that sucks to be you, dog. Yeah, I don't know if uh, y'all know the story of Mystery Ranch and how I got into the fire game, but Dana Gleason, Uncle Dana, he went down to uh, South Ops there, tied in with a couple of hotshot crews. And from there, they developed what you have on your back probably now. Yeah. Well, at least soon to be on your back. Well, you're probably driving to somewhere. But anyways, that's a whole kind of premise of how they got into the fire game. And they couldn't have done that without some feedback from you folks in the field. Why do they do this? Well, it's because they give a shit. In fact, they give a shit so much that they even have a professional workforce development grant program, scholarship program that is called the Backbone Series. So if you're looking to advance your career and start kicking more ass in the field with some continuing education, whether you want you want to get your EMT or get that S class that you're I don't know, your, your district is not going to pay for or something like that. And you want to kind of do it on your own. Well, now's your opportunity. All you got to do is tell your story. So go over to www.mysteryranch.com and you can check out the mystery ranch backbone series. It is pretty badass. but here's the caveat to that. You got until the end of the month, you got until May 31st to get your poop in a group and submit your story because that's when time is running out for this round of scholarships, Mystery Ranch Backbone Series scholarships. So TikTok, pitter, patter, get your shit together and uh, yeah, go apply because yeah, if you don't apply, well, you don't get a chance to. So once again, that is www.mysteryranch.com. Go check it out. The Anchor Point Podcast is also going to be brought to you by our premier coffee sponsor, and that's going to be none other than Hotshot Brewery. It's kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause, and a portion of the proceeds will always go back to the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. In fact, they're even hooking it up for uh, June 3rd, the old Rippin' Lips uh, fishing tournament, the, the dumpster tuna fishing tournament. <laughs> Sorry, Sam, I had to talk some crap, but yeah, it is a bass fishing tournament uh, that's up in uh, Prineville this year and they've been doing it for shit, I think 11 years now, maybe even more. And they raise a hell of a lot of money at this event for the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. Hotshot Brewery's involved with that. I'm involved with that. Lip and Lips is involved with uh, the foundation. It's pretty cool. It's like, uh, it's like kind of how like family is, like the fire family is. You just can't avoid it even when you want to. Looking at you, Hotshot Brewery. <laughs> but anyways, if you guys go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com, you can get your all of your coffee making essentials, all the tools of the trade to get your morning started off right, and some kick-ass coffee for a kick-ass cause. And you can support the foundation, and you can support Rip and Lips L at the same time. So once again, go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and check it out. The Anchor Point Podcast is also going to be brought to you by our buddy Booze over at The Ass Movement. If you don't know what The Ass Movement is, well, it is the finest in poo-bearing propaganda, and you can get yours over at www.thefirewild.com, where you can check out The Ass Movement, and it stands for the Anti-Surface Shitting Movement. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Check this out. Listeners to The Anchor Point Podcast can get 10% off their entire order site-wide by using the code ANCHORPOINTASS10 at checkout. So, Get over there and get the finest in poo-bearing propaganda. You can get stickers, patches, t-shirts. You can get damn, you can even get a turd trial if you have a problem pooper on your crew. It's pretty awesome. So once again, go over to www.thefirewild.com and check out the ass movement. Booze, thank you so much for uh, joining me down there in Reno. Definitely a shout out to you, man. Definitely appreciate uh, all the input in the presentation that you meant or that you did. It was freaking awesome. Once again, buddy, thanks. 
And last but not least, the Anchor Point Podcast is going to be brought to you by, well, actually, no, it's not even really brought to you by. I just have a great relationship with Bethany over there at the uh, Smoky Generation, aka the American Wildfire Experience, aka wildfireexperience.org. And it's awesome. Uh, you should definitely go over check it out because it is a history telling and storytelling uh, project all for the boots on the ground by the boots on the ground. So if you want to do uh, check out some notes and some interesting stories from your peers in the field or some of those folks that are uh, still in the game, but uh, have a story to tell from long, long times ago. Now, some of these stories go all the way back to the 1940s and there's well over a hundred of them. So if you want a little history lesson, a little trip down memory lane, or want to see what the uh, smoky generation is all about, well, go over to www wildfireexperience.org and check it out because you can win one of these $500 grants to tell your story of wildland firefighting by submitting your story and your project to the Smoky Generation. So once again, www.wildfireexperience.org. Bethany, you have a kick-ass organization over there. Keep it up. and opinions of this podcast do not reflect the views and opinions of the United States government, the Department of the Interior, the Department of Defense, the Department of Agriculture, the United States Forest Service, the Bureau of Land Management, National Park Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, or any private, municipal, county, or state firefighting organization, any law enforcement agency, any medical provider, or any contractor employed by any federal agency. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. I hope everybody is doing well. And uh, yeah, to those crews up in Canada, hope you're uh, faring well. You're probably uh, on your way back by now, at least uh, the first round of folks that went up there. So yeah, when you get back, tell me how it was. Send me some photos or something. And hell, if you want to be on the show and ex- kind of share your experience, eh, even more power to you. But today's episode is going to be all about overcoming adversity. And also stressing the uh, the thought and the concept of even though they may seem like they are probably the happiest motherfucker in the room when they walk in it, well, sometimes that's not always the case. And no matter how much of a cheery attitude that they put on or how lighthearted they seem to be, well, that may not always be the case. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also going to talk about overcoming adversity. The gentleman that I'm talking about, he uh, lost his arm in a in a vehicle accident. And this is his story about overcoming adversity, overcoming his own demons, struggling with mental health and how he came out on the other side and how you should not be afraid to one, reach out and two, try new shit to address your own issues, your own mental health uh, problems. He's definitely a huge, uh, huge supporter of finding new stuff trying new tools to put into the toolbox and just seeing what works for you. And this is his story. He's one of my favorite people in all of fire that I've met over the course of my years uh, in the Bureau of Land Management and the Forest Service. And yeah, this dude's awesome. And I think that his story should uh, resonate with a lot of folks out there. It's got a powerful message and I hope that everybody gets something out of this. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my very good friend, Mr. Jay Walker. Welcome to the Anchor Point. Shout out to Q. 
Yo. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is uh, another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. And today on the show, I've got my good buddy and former co-worker, former overhead of mine, Mr. Jay Walker. How's it going, buddy? Doing good. Doing good? Doing it's good to good. see you, man. Been a great week here with uh, all the, you know, Nevada firefighters at this, you know, preseason meeting. So it's been good times. Hell yeah, Seeing man. Seeing lots of old friends meeting new ones, you know? Oh yeah, dude. And no, it's, it's cool. Uh, cause I'm, I'm, you know, out of the game now. I'm not fighting fire anymore, but it's cool to see like, uh, it's cool that Brock and Vanessa uh, reached out to me and had us like come here and like do our thing with booze. And it was, it's been fun, but it's also been cool because like Nevada BLM is like where I cut my teeth firefighting. You know, I started my career here. I worked for Ely Hell Attack, Vegas Hell Attack. I know Bridgeport Hell Attack is kind of like the redheaded stepchild, but I got to show my love for those guys too. You know, region, yeah. region four and a half, as we like to call it. <laughs> a little love for Eric, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I worked with Elko and all the aviation community and engines and working well with the shots and all that stuff, man. It's cool to see everybody, like, because I'm like, I'm out of the game, but coming back here and seeing all my friends and like people that are still in the game doing the good fight, you know, it's cool. Folks like yourself. Man. Yes. And, and, and that's, and that's what it is. You, I think we do this, we used to do it every two years or whatever. And then, um, and that's why it's important to do this because we get involved in fire season. We don't see each other. I mean, we can go, you know, if we don't have something like this, we go years not seeing each other. Oh yeah. Unless I'm traveling or going to fires and we're seeing each other on fires. See each other on the line. So I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's important to fucking bring everybody back, see the new faces, meet the new crews, meet the new people, but then fucking, you know, hang out with the old school dudes. Yeah. And, and like we did last up, night, laugh and joke and, you know, just so cool. Oh, Great yeah. vibes. Paul's retirement, dude. That, that was good stuff, man. It's good. <laughs> really good. Hell yeah, dude. <clears throat> tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us about your history, your firefighting career, all that stuff, man. So, so, uh, born, raised in, uh, I was born in Elko, raised in Wells, Nevada, um, graduate in high school, uh, needed a job, didn't know what I was going to do. I mm. had plans to go to, go to college and whatnot. And it was like, I don't know, I just graduated and, and this, this old mentor, badass dude, Jeff Burrell, he was the station manager, Foz, out of, out of Wells. He was dating my cousin. And I say, hey, what's up, Shell? You know, what's up, Jeff? He's like, you need a job? I'm like, yeah, I do need a job. Like, I don't sure. know what I'm doing, man. This guy's, yeah. He's like, well, come out to that BLM station out there and, and I'll hook you up. I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, I'm like, Back before the days of USA yeah, jobs yeah, yeah, and shit, where exactly, it's like written out, the exactly. paper application. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I, I mean, dude, like, I remember like the Yellowstone fires of '88 and stuff like that. It doesn't click. Uh, ladder tracks and Dalmatians. That was my whole thought process for fucking fire, yeah. fire guys, right? You know, the, the big green things that with BLM. I didn't even know what those were. I saw them all the time. I mean, like, I just never paid attention. And so I'm like, I knew where the BLM station was. Yeah. I, I had buddies that were on fence crews. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to go build fence. You know, I love building fence. We're going to go build fence. And, uh, and people that know me have heard this story many times. And and, and so I, I show up Monday and uh, this, this gentleman, Mr. Mike Moray, older gentleman, and he's great, great dude, man. And he's still working in Elko. And he's standing there, I'm like, what are you doing, Mike? What are you doing, Moray? He's like, I'm getting a job. I go, me too. I go, what do you think we're doing? He goes, I don't know. And I go, I think we're building fence. And so we, then Burrell shows up and he brings us his office. He's like, so you guys want to fight fire? And we're like, 
I guess we could do that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, let's do it, you know? So, yeah. so three days later, after doing the Cleveland package back in those days, uh, you're a firefighter. Here you go. Like, look, look at these pants. Oh, what these, these pants suck, man. Yeah. Green ass pants, yellow shirt, you know, all this. Like, I got to figure this stuff out. And, and then from there, you just, um, yeah, I loved it, you know? And, and then, you know, one story, you know, this is a good story too. Is, uh, so, Varel tells me, there's always something to do on these engines. You, 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 if you're bored, there's always something you can yeah. do. You, you got know? time to lean, you got yeah. time to clean kind of mentality. Yeah, and I, we came from yeah. this, this this thing where, okay, if I'm getting paid, I'm working. Mm -hmm. So I'm out there every day tinkering on this, you know, beat up, banged up international engine, you know, and I'm like taping stuff and I'm fixing shells and, you know, I'm just going through like, trying to figure this out. And, and, I, and every, every time I like hook up and there's nobody around. Not a soul. I'm like, God dang, where's everybody? You know, and in this couple of days I'm doing this, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm like, still, where's everybody? And of course I walk in, man. It's traditional, like waiting for a fire shit going on, man. TV's off, people are kicked back, dudes are taking naps. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, I've been out here slaving for days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just tinkering. And this is where you got it, you see, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, just funny as hell. I'm like, well, hell, you know, it is what it is. But um, what really got me after that was we uh, immediately, you know, went to Arizona for 21 days and it was just epic. I was hooked ever since. Like, I'm in this engine I'm with cool people. Uh, my first engine boss at the time was was uh, Jeff Armberger. And, you know, he had dreads down to here, you know, yeah. and it was just like, these people are amazing. I ain't going to college. I'm doing this, yeah. you know, and I stuck around and I, I kept doing it. So that was my start of the engines, you know, and, and then I did that till, uh, I want to say, I think my last year on the engines was in 2000. No, it would have been 99 or 2000. It was have been 2000 was my last season on the engines. And, um, I was in the Academy, mm -hmm. Jack Academy 12. And 66. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? God damn. Yeah. It's not because I'm old, dude. Like, they just started busting them out. That's. <laughs> it's like they, it's like they skip numbers, they rearrange numbers. Now it's not even like Academy 60, whatever. It's like yeah. foundation and then advanced and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, God. It's changed, you know? It has changed. And um, because I was in the Academy, uh, uh, Joe Freeland was the, the FMO time, and he wanted to bring an Alaskan style shot crew to Nevada. Mm -hmm. you know, want to bring it. And at the time we, they would house Jackson, Mississippi hot shots. That yeah. was kind of our shot crew at the time. And, and now, but they wanted a shot crew in Elko. So there's just this just dream of what this is going to be. Stand and of course I'm a Jack suit. So like you're going no matter what. Yeah. You're voluntold. Yeah. yeah you're I'm voluntold. Okay. So now we get to get a soup. They hire a soup. And of course I'm the first crew member of Ruby Mountain here. Like, and we're trying to figure this out. So Shane McDonald was the soup. And, uh, and like, yeah, it's like, what do you do? You need a name. You need a symbol. You need, you know, so you're working. You got to establish yeah. your traditions, yeah. your, your stuff, you everything. You got to figure this out. Like, what's the name going to be? You know, and then, you know, all of a sudden Ruby Mountain is born once the name is spoken. You know, the 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 t-shirts the, the hats are coming in because you had to order, we had to order all this shit like yeah you're starting fresh twenty pack twenty two packs sleeping bags blah 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 you know banging it out and they're like uh, well and then they were they were they're funny to me all the time they treat me so good I'm, I'm so lucky in my career by the way because I've had these opportunities these experiences these experiences yeah, yeah. and they go uh, um 
They go, well, you now you need a guy. We're going to put you on a shot crew. So they, they bust me over to like Jackson, Mississippi, man. So there I am, man, in February. Training up. Jackson hot shots, doing two-week criticals and just, what the hell, man? I'm in Mississippi, you know, and it was amazing. And uh, came back and then all of a sudden this, this, this idea, this thing just started to come together, man. We had uh, guys from Vail, uh, uh, China, Midnight Suns. Like we had like a, like all these shots coming from her to, to build this. It was like reputable shots on a throw together crew to like build it, build it up. Build yeah. Build it up. And, okay. then they, and local guys coming on, you know, and they didn't know what the hell they were getting into. Obviously it didn't last, but <laughs> they went, what? <laughs> this oh, yeah. Like I'm never doing that's, this. That's an eye opening experience, man. <laughs> I was sold. I, I, I loved it. I loved every day of it. And, uh, the, the, you know, the, the days of gritting, the days of mop up, the days, whatever, the isolation, the quiet, you know, it was so just. The cool shit you get to see, like untouched by humanity, untouched right? Untouched by humanity. And so, yeah. so I shot until, um, till 2008 from, from 2001 to 2008, I, I was on Ruby and, and I, it was, it was awesome. I, I don't know. I dug, dug it all. You know, it was just like, it's great. I mean, I did some funny shit all the time, you know, too. Like I would literally pack oranges and limes in my pack for fucking five or six days on a spike out just so I could sit there on day six and pull it out and go, you know, and just start eating it, you know, <laughs> when everybody's been you get like eating, a super you know, green orange. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's going to ripen in your pack. You know, like one of those numbers. Just, just so everybody's like eating MREs for like, you know, rats for like six, seven days. You know, I'm like pulling out a Slim Jim and I'm pulling this shit out my pack, just randomly eating a lime, you know? <laughs> Oh, it's just blowing minds. Like, what the? I was like, oh yeah, you didn't get one of these this morning at breakfast, <laughs> you know, kind of shit. Uh, yeah, just so so such good times, and and the whole time I was on Ruby, and then um, you know, and then eventually I was like, you know, family, you know, I had kids, and and it was like, God, I got to be home more often. I got to start being home more often. So I, I, I call Juan. I'm like, dude, I want to come over, man. I want to, and they, made, the yeah, they made some magic happen. They just ladder me over into like a third squad boss position from Ruby, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then it was just awesome, man. We had busy seasons in Elko and Elko rips, man. And it was great. Oh yeah. And then, um, yeah. Then eventually, uh, uh, Juan bounced from the crew and he went down South to Ely and I was ready to like move on and, and try something different. So I was like, boom, I'll go to Ely, you know, cause Ely has had a huge, like, you know, uh, ESR program. And I was like, God, I dug that. And, and I was like, I can help this program out by coming down. And so I bounced to Ely and my whole thing was like, I want to move to Cali. I'm sick of Wells weather. I'm sick of the cold. Like, that was the whole discussion is like, I'm doing this so I can live warmer. Yeah. Caliente, it's Spanish for hot. And I, I swear to God, Caliente yes. makes Vegas look like a fucking winter wonderland sometimes, <laughs> dude. It's like 118. Cause it's all in that box Canyon, right? It's, it's like that, 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 that canyon. canyon, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Just holds heat. Like, I don't know. It's like you got a space heater on constantly. Yeah. It's, but it's, a, it's pretty though, man. It's, it's pretty down there. Gorgeous down there, man. And I, and so I, uh, so, so for five years, I trying to sell my house in Wells and no takers, no takers. And then just like a couple of years ago, we finally sold it and, you know, moved to Cali proper. Nice, man. So, and then, yeah. And then all of a sudden you just, you know, from squatty to assistant to like, you know, trying to run this crew 
today. Because <laughs> yeah. you had the like the torch passed, so to speak. So Juan, he's not the superintendent for anymore on uh, Ely Hell Attack, no, from no. my understanding. It's yeah. you, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, because when I was working for you in, what was that, 20, shit, 17? I think it might have been. 2017? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, Juan was in there. Juan was there. He's the suit. And then you got you. And then you got Keo. All the folks there, man. This shit was fun, dude. I had a good time over there. Yeah. Yeah. Doing I-80 hot laps all season, dude. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Yes. And that was such a good overhead, a good, uh, you, you had Keo, you had Kevin. Kev, yeah. Yeah. And then Juan was there. I think Levi might have left or was Levi still That was his last year, I think. It was his last yeah. year. And I mean, just a a rock star of a of a group of dudes, you know, and, and it was and too bad it was short-lived, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, people got to go their own way, you know, they got to do their own thing. Um. But yeah, that's kind of the the history of the walker, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> known from all around the state. Yeah, you know, very, very, you know, fast because I mean, geez, you can go into detail and, and then the stories I have, you know, <laughs> everywhere and in between, and all the funny exactly. shit that's happened over the years, dude. Yeah. Do you got you got some bitching stories, man, and that's always fun thing about hanging out with you is like you got like these these fucking stories that are just larger than life. And here it is in this last day of the conference. It's like nine in the morning right now. We're just bullshitting. And we, we've been here for what, two hours? And we've just been sitting here yeah. bullshitting, dude. It's yeah, yeah, telling yeah. stories. Here's another one for you. Like, <laughs> like, like, hold on, man. Let me get the camera rolling. Let me get the... <laughs> <laughs> Save that one. All right. We're going to hear this one, man. The people need to hear this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a crazy world. It's a crazy life. And, 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 you know, there is there, there, even though it's these adventures I have and the things I've done, I am blessed to have done more and fought fire in the craziest, wildest places. You know I mean? I mean, there's a lot of us that do this all the time and, and, you know, make it your life. And, but I mean, I'm one, I can say like, God, I've been to Texas so many goddamn times fighting fire. Like, you know what I mean? No, and there's dudes that have never been to Texas and have fought fire their whole careers. Yeah. You know? And I'm in, I don't know, 30 times, 40 times, you know? <laughs> all around like i've done the whole perimeter of texas you know yeah, you've been doing like well you've been to florida you've been to ak you've been all over mississippi, the place, mississippi yes. dude dakotas i mean just yeah just uh yeah and then now everything out here from the top of california to the south of california to all over new mexico arizona oregon washington yeah just blessed and, oh yeah and uh I tell you, I like, I don't know. I think a lot of it is, is I've never turned anything down. Like, yeah, you're open to like new shit, yeah. open to like receptive to new assignments or like being yeah. outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Anytime yeah. someone said, you want to go here? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And I'd go and I'm like, wow, man, like, I didn't do this. I didn't make the best of it and meet the coolest people. And, you know, it was just awesome from the Southern tip of Florida to the, like the Northern port of Florida, you know, you're like such adventures, such good people. And, and that's the thing is people I've met, along this way I, they're still my friends they're still my brothers i still talk to them you know today yeah. you know it's crazy <laughs> no, it's fire's a small world man and it's mm. uh it's cool it, like like you're saying earlier man it's like it's cool to see like everybody at the preseason meeting you know and like i said i was i'm well removed from the game but it's just it's cool to see everybody preseason chumming it up being happy shooting yeah. the shit telling stories getting some education under the belt and it's cool that like uh, the the program, it, it's a state program, right? So they're bringing outside professionals, like yeah. somebody who, like Brent Ruby's there. We got 
Paul from, uh, he's doing the human performance thing with sleep studies and yeah. stuff like that, dude. And it's, it's just cool, man. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see that. And I hate using this word too. And I've said this a million times over the other pe- couple of episodes that you've probably seen by now, but it, I hate using the word progressive because like, yeah. depending on what flavor of politics you, you know, you like to taste <laughs> that progressive word can be like a bad word. And that's, yeah. you know, no matter red, white, red, blue, left, right, doesn't matter. Progressive is kind of like a touchy subject, but in the truest sense of its word, like I do want to say that um, the BLM in Nevada is like pushing boundaries and is progressive in its truest yeah. sense, like taking care of people and doing good stuff and like moving and advancing that goal, you know, or that, that ball down the goal line. Yeah. So it's cool to see though, man. It's, it's changed a lot since, uh, I've been in the game, but, uh, I cut my teeth here. So I got to like come back and yeah. pay it forward to some degree and like record my homies like you and talk to the crews and the, the, the engine folks and the aviation geeks and all this stuff, man. And it's cool. And I, I feel very blessed as well with the experiences that I've had with not only you, but the whole, whole program in general, man, it's, it's, it's wonderful. So I'm happy and thankful to be here, dude. Yeah. Likewise, I mean, the people can hear my voice all raspy because I did a lot of talking, (laughs) a lot of laughing, a lot of shit talking, a lot of storytelling, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, I was like, oh yeah. Anyone knows me? Like, oh man, yeah. You you had a good week. Your voice is gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My voice is like it's 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 starting to go too, and it's like I've been sitting in this room and like shit. I probably put eight, 10 hours of solid recording under my yeah. belt. And then I did that four hours like seminar, right? It's, Oh yeah. Dude, I think everybody's wearing it by now. Oh yeah, know? totally. <laughs> I, I'm still stoked. I'm still flying high. I'm still happy, man. I saw the Mucka boys leaving earlier, you know, but it was, no, it, it was good. But the one thing is, is like one of these things I realized is like when you're drinking and having beers with, you know, uh, you know, the state FMO, uh, you volunteer for a lot of shit <laughs> and you saw it. Oh yeah. You hands down dude, right there. Oh yeah. Walker, you need to do this. Okay. You want to run a, a relay? Mar- okay. I'm in. Next thing you know, it's happening. You know, <laughs> next thing you know, you're signed up for the RTO. It's like, what? Yeah, I just signed up for the RTO. <laughs> you know, I don't even know what it is, but I, you the there, Reno, you heard him. The Reno about. Tahoe open, man. Yeah, I'm there. I'm it's, in it. It's know? a no shit race, dude. It's <laughs> you better start training now. Dogs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh God, they were telling me about it. Like, I'm like, oh shit. What did I just get myself into? I'm still in. I'm still in. <laughs> still doing it. I'm like, damn it. But that's you a know? cool thing though. It's like, dude, oh. all right. Through, through all my experiences and uh, like knowing you and like throughout the years and you know, what's cool about you, dude, is like, you, like no matter what turd sandwich of an assignment that we've been fed or what shitty weather that we're grounded from in the ship yeah. or like what fucking adversity the crews face or you personally face or any of that shit, dude, you always have this like unique ability to get motherfuckers to laugh. And you always have this ability to like, even when like shit's not good and obviously not good, yeah. you always have this ability to like lift everyone around you, man. And it's like radiant, dude. I, I fucking love that about you. And that's why I want to have you on the show today, dude. It's, it's cool. Oh, and it's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. I get told that a lot, you know, and, you know, it, 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 you just do, you, you love this job and you love what you do and you love your people, you know, you're not, you know what I mean? I just, it, it, I don't know. I'm, I've always been high spirited about this career and what it is. And, and I, I see my boys hurting or I see somebody miserable. I see somebody not happy and it's like, okay, I'm going to reach out to this guy. We're going to fucking, you know, you know, I used to pack slim gyms by the thousands in my 
cargo pants because I would find, you know, I'd, you know, I'd find this one guy having a bad day on the crew, you know, just like, hey man, I have some gym, dude. <laughs> We're eating rats. And then they're like, oh my God, thank you. Oh my God, this is kind of real food, man. <laughs> I got like, oh my God, where, where do you keep all these? You know, I mean, that was it. Yeah, everyone knows me, knows my packs, like 50 pounds all the time. <laughs> That's the funny thing though, is like you're carrying that extra load to share yeah. it with other people though. That, 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 that's, that's the stuff that like people would like, like fuck the haters. Like, Oh, where's your pack? 50 pounds. Like everybody listening to this outside uh, on the, uh, the audio version of it, looking at this on YouTube or whatever. It's like, no, no, he's carrying that extra load to give it to his homies and his, and the dude that, or the girl that's having a shitty day or like the yeah. guy that's going through a fucking divorce or a breakup or yeah. lost his ass betting on black when he should have bet red, you know, it's like, well, yeah. that's, that's cool shit, man. And I think more people need to like take a little bit of that from you and apply it to like their, yeah. their, their folks, their circles, you know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of it's just random shit that I'm. You, you, that I needed one time, but I got it in there for the next time. <laughs> There's a, what's that saying? It's like guns and condoms. You yeah. don't need them all the time, but when you do what, need yeah. one, you definitely yeah. need it. <laughs> exactly. You really got like a hose clamp in your pack? I'm like, oh yeah, I got one here. What size you want? <laughs> it's funny, man. It's, it's, it's like the little things, you know, it's the little things in life that makes it funny or it makes it memorable or like, oh, yeah. even when it's shitty, it makes it that much more enjoyable. And it's like, yeah, you gotta, you just gotta keep like paying it forward and like just being like the, the light at the end, not the light at the end of the tunnel, but that sounds dark. Right. But like being like the, the beacon of hope, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's good shit. Dude. Sometimes it's, it's a, it's a fucking miserable fucking job. And, and I don't know, I, I, I just uh, endured it. I loved it. And, you know, it, I never felt miserable. I never felt like I needed a, you know, bell. Uh, I guess I think that's what, what kept me going out there for these different experiences and doing things. And, and then uh, I don't know. I mean, and then it, but then it turns, it turns bad after a while, you know, you, and you're gone way too much from home. Yeah, and it's like too you're, much. And you're, and you, it's all you know. It's all you're gonna know is is you fire, 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 go, 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 um, and then you and then you lose grip of everything around you, you know. And then and it becomes then, like your identity yeah. almost. And then it closes in on you, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, like shit's real, real yeah, too real, really too real. Um, but you know, but today, man, uh, I've way high spirited, way, you know, loving it, yeah. living life, you know, um, it's been, you know, I've had a rough struggle the last couple of years. Anyone knows the whole, what's been going on. It's been tough. Yeah. And then, and now I'm on this whole another level where I'm trying to in, inspire like, yo man, like I was, you know, <laughs> rock fucking bottom, man. And now, oh, yeah. and today I'm like, hell no, man. I see my people, I see my friends. God, I'm happy to be here. Okay, so, I mean, if you want to talk about it, dude, let's, let's, if you're, if you're comfortable with it, man, yes. just, let's talk about what fucking happened. Cause dude, like when I heard about it, I was like, oh, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. what is, it's like, there's that, that, that question is like, why does, why does horrible shit sometimes happen to good people? Right. Yeah. It fucking sucks, dude. But it's like the, it's like a part of being alive. Right. Yeah. It could happen to anybody. It happened to you, man. But yeah. Like you've been eating, do you want to talk about a fucking turd sandwich, dude? Like <laughs> you fucking ate a, a, a Big Mac turd sandwich, extra large side of bullshit fries with a, a fucking liter of fuck my life. Right. Yeah. And 
the cool thing about it, dude, is like, yeah, you, you, you struggled and everything like that, but that, that positivity, that, that, that indomitable will and spirit and fucking finding joy that is like, helps you persevere, man. It does. And, and, uh, and, and it's your community, man. It's, it's your bros. I mean, I mean, I kind of was, you know, I'll take it back, you know, probably three, four years ago, you know, I started feeling, you know, just pressure and busy and busy and overwhelmed work, work, work. And, and, uh, you know, and it kind of, kind of filtered out to the house, you know, and I didn't know. Start affecting the home. Yeah. Life, yeah. So I was and mean and I didn't know how mean I was, but I, but it's, I mean, I, it was home, but I wasn't home. You know, I was just like lights were on, but no one was there. Yeah, kind of autopilot. Very, very, uh, I don't know, short fused where I should have been like people, you know, your, your family, your kids are excited to see you. Yeah. And then they're wishing you go the fuck away yeah. <laughs> after dad, two you, days. Like get the hell when you're going on to another side. Yeah. Dad. When you're getting out of here. And yeah. I, I didn't realize that how much it was, I was getting, you know, messed up like that. And, um, and then all of a sudden, boom, I lose my hand. Yeah. Hands gone. And, uh, and, 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 and I didn't even like really feel the grief or, or anything. Cause there was so many, you know, you reached out to me. All my friends were reaching out to me. Sad you, thing was. You know why that should happen, right though? Yeah. Because you've been always that person to reach out to them. So yeah. I hate to say it, but it, it, I don't, don't take this as a shitty like comment or anything like that. But it, it was like, it's like. It was like your turn to like receive, you know, it's like that, that love that you've given everybody, you know? God, it was amazing. Yeah. And so I wasn't even like grieving, sad, nothing, you know, cause, cause all the jokes, you know, come on fire dudes, you're going to fucking, Hey Walker, man, we heard you need a hand, you know I mean? Like immediately, <laughs> you know, like. It's that like, fucking dark humor, dude. Yeah. It's dude. like, what's up RoboCop? <laughs> just, you know, plus I'm high, you know, cause I'm on morphine and everything else they're yeah. giving me, you know, and. But it was it was never a dull moment when COVID was there. So I was only allowed one visitor a day. Yeah, and it's extra shitty because you're like isolated even more. Yeah, right. Yeah, my 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 mom, my dad, my my wife, my kids are all in a parking lot taking turns to to to, to see how I'm doing. Eventually, it was just like you guys go home. I'm gonna be okay. I'll be out of here in like three or four days. You know, trust me. I mean, people are FaceTiming me, calling me from bars. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, just amazing. I mean, I never got off the phone once the whole time. I mean, I'm getting sponge bass, you know, and I'm talking, you know. <laughs> That's funny, man. And I'm talking and, you know, I'm like, hey, you know what I'm doing right now, you know. <laughs> the nurse is giving me a sponge bath right now. Oh, my God, yeah. And um, so, no, it was it was pretty amazing. And I did have one cousin that works for uh, military, and he was there every day, like, and he loved it because his wife never, you know, if he hears this, yeah, I'm plugging him. But old Willie didn't get to eat out a whole lot. Yeah. But while he was seeing me, he, we were, he was going to Red Iguana. He was getting me tacos. He, he was eating out the most of his whole entire life. So he's just like, yeah, yeah. It's like fringe benefits, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was buying food all the time, man. Just living it, loving it, you know, having a great time there. And uh, so when I got out of that, I was just, I guess, like, you know, and, and you do, you you see your people, you want to be there for your people. But I mean, then there's also that dark spot where you're on a fence with it, man, you could get really dark with it. You start thinking into that, what the fuck, you know, I, yeah, I'm never going to play guitar again. I'm never going to do this again. Uh, every day is going to be a fucking Am I going to be able to like continue fighting fire and all this yes. shit that makes you who you are, yeah. right? Yeah. What am I going to fucking do? You know? And, and then you, then a homie calls you, you know, and starts talking shit. Okay. I'm back over. I'm good. I'm out of that. You know? Yeah. Pulls you out of that, like Pulls that you, fucking black yes. hole of like, yeah bad place man that bad fucking place and um 
And so I, I never really grieved over that, you know, and then it, it just kind of escalated more and more. And when I was alone by myself, like, holy shit, you know, fuck, man, I'm struggling with my zipper. I'm struggling. And then I did, I build things that I, you know, you know, you mechanic stuff, you work with magnets, you, you figure how to do all these little things. Simpler, yeah. you know? All the shit. That all you, my gadgets. Yeah. yeah. You start drinking out gadgets and time P cord, all kinds of shit. So you can hook it, you know, but, um, um, but yeah, you know, and it, and, it, and it was just like, holy shit. And then, then the move, we, we were moving, we actually sold our house and, and was moving back and that was stressful as hell, you know? So you're just, it's building, 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 building. And so, you know, your relationship just is, is going down the tube. You don't see it. You don't know what's happening, you know? And then, um, uh, there's, and there's just this, we can't find people to work. So, yeah. so everybody's quitting the crew. Um, it's me and Juan, and we're like, we got no management. We got nobody. And um, I'm like, I'm going to call Gladix, you know, because I heard Gladix was like, he was thinking getting out of fire, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I call him up. I'm like, yo, man, I need you, like, right now. I need a squad boss right now. I go, Juan's bouncing out. I need you on the crew, man. Like, I need you to help me run this shit, you know. And, and uh, he's like, well, dude, you know, uh, I don't know if I can pass my medical. I go, bullshit. I go, they passed me and I'm missing a hand. <laughs> so, good point. <laughs> right, I'm good. I bet he just laughed his ass off when he heard that shit. He's like, you can't help but chuckle, man. Yeah. I just, I can see that comment. I can visualize you and Gladys, dude, just like yeah. laughing your asses off. And that, 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 that look that fucking Gladys had when he's like yeah. thinking about something. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> I mean, okay, I mean, yeah. okay, cool. get your ass here. We're, we're going. So, so man, we, you know, we had a good fire season. It was busy as hell that year, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and the, the winter I'm checking on him, man, and he's all good all winter long and he's getting ready to start back up again. And, you know, and he, he's like, yeah, I want to go out to, I want to go out to Florida. I just want to be a heck of him, do this thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, cool, man. You know, and, and I was kind of busy and he's like, but I need a ride. And this is Gladick style. You know, I need a ride to Vegas. Just, just drop me off on the outskirts, dude. I'll Uber to like the airport. I'm just going to sleep there. I'm like, you ain't doing that. Yeah. You know, come on, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll just sleep at the airport. Just get me to the outskirts. And I was busy and I was like, God damn it. I got to get Gladix there. What am I going to do? I'm trying to like, you know, new house, trying to fix things. I'm like, Fuck it, I'll take it. And then I was like, wait a minute. So my brother's going to a Megadeth concert. <laughs> He's coming through. I call him and go, dude, can you pick up Gladix and just take him with you for the night? Take yeah. him to the concert, you know? Go have a good time. And Gladix is not a Megadeth fan, by the way. I bet he still had fun, though. Oh, God. He did. You know, Megadeth, Lamb of God, not Gladys's fucking. It's not his vibe. 100% no, no, not his yeah. vibe. But so, yes, he's like, going to make the best out of the yeah. situation but anyway. That's Gladys, dude. Yes. He's got a hotel room. He's going to hang out with somebody for the night, fly out, you know, red eye in the morning, you know. And uh, so they take him, man. And he's he he gets to Florida after this night. And he's like, best send off ever. Like, oh, my God. He's like, just like, yeah, thank you so much for like, your family was great. I went to your cousins, your brother, and, you know, and they partied, man. We partied and went to this guy. This, oh, my God. I love metal now. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> amazed. Yeah. And uh, and so he comes back and, um, you know, and, and we we're like, oh, yeah, give him like, yeah. Take as much time as you want. Nothing's going on, dude. And, and then that's when, um, you know, we were we were uh, 
you know, uh, helping out with the type one at the time. And, and Juan had been up there on that type one and needed swapped out. I needed to stay back because the crew is about ready to start. And I was like, Gladys, you want to just like, when you get back, just go, you know, swap him out. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. I go, I go, it's, 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 it's five days or it's 14. Yeah. As soon as your relief comes, you, you, you're gone. I mean, but you can stay 14 if you want to do it. I yeah. got the crew. We're good. And uh, yeah. And, he, and we sent him and then, yeah. And of course the unfortunate thing that happened to him, you know, yeah. which was just crazy. Cause it was like, you don't, with all that shit I had going on here and now I got this. Uh, I was a monster, yeah, raging monster and didn't know. And I was, you know, I just was somebody else and I couldn't filter anything at all. I was just, I think I was just, if I had to look at myself and I think I was not happy, I think I was just mean and, and stressed and just didn't know what I was doing. And, um, and so like, cause I had to do this myself. Now I don't have Gladix. Juan's the UAM. You know, he's there. Juan's every day with me, relieving me days off, whatever. And um, yeah, it was, it was just go, 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 go. And it's like all, everything all at once, man. All just, at once. Yeah. And then. Um, and um, fucking Gladys was your homie, dude. I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't not love that dude. No. And then this oh happens, dude. And yeah, I mean, we, we, I, I, I don't want I don't want to like say it on on the podcast but yeah we fucking we had a moment last night we were talking about it yeah. Like, yeah yeah and uh the folks that do know Gladix they know exactly what we're talking about man mm -hmm. he's one of the fucking shining examples of like oh, yeah. compassion and who it is that like someone to lift you up and you are that too and I know you guys are homies man and that fucking hurt everybody dude oh yeah it was devastating and you know when and when we found out and everybody found out it was like phone call after phone call after phone call, and I'm just sitting there going appreciating the love that's that's coming. What do you need? What do you need help with? You know we're there. You know, but in one sense I'm still like fucking stunned, battling your own demons just on top of it too. Fucking stunned, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, I got these these new kids. I got these crew members, and it's day one. It's day two. I'm they're. You know, and I'm like, I haven't even told the crew yet. The crew yeah. doesn't even know what has happened to this crew at this moment. And, and and they're just, you know, on, you know, the chase truck, fixing this, doing that, getting their gear ready, doing weights. And, and I, was, I was like, oh, shit. You know, it was a crazy tough moment to, you know, to circle everybody up and, and have to break this to people. You know, it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. What is just going on <laughs> this is in this life like i never thought i'd ever have to do that and uh and then it then it was just run gun run gun run gun you know after that trying to do do more with less yeah and um and at home man it was destroyed i don't know what had happened it was me i know i fucked up big time who knows man but uh uh we're in oregon and i'm just trying to finish in the season off and Phone call, boom. Wife wants to, you know, punch me off like a blivet. <laughs> I'm like, just pickle that fucking yeah. That load, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit. So, so the whole winter, and um, it's been rough. Winter's been rough. I'm trying, we're trying, working on it, working on it, working on it. And I just had this moment, man. Like, I don't know, it was like it was around January, and I was in this, you know, I'm right there 
gun in the goddamn nightstand, you know, over it, over it all, over it all. I know I probably talked to you a little bit about this. I've been talking about it all week, actually. Like, you know, you're probably sick of telling this fucking story by now. I don't know. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I, I love it because, it, it, you know, because where I'm at today. Yeah. And at this moment, you know, I mean, I've been talking to McQuarrie and and he's doing bro chucks on, on dog it. And because dog is going through some shit and Ian's going through some shit. We're all dealing with like this loss and this and that, you know. And, and I was sitting there like, God damn, I'm a fucking country song, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I lost all my I'm, hand, my dog, my house. You know? My wife left me. All I'm missing is like the fucking <laughs> truck and a beat up dirt road. Hey, oh, I had that. Yeah, that's where I was living in, you know. <laughs> You had it all. You got to come in the living in the banged up fucking truck, man. You know, and and I, I, I and I and I had to I had to talk with my wife, and I'm like, I go, I go, I'm fucked up. I go, um, I go, I, I, I go, I, I, I can't do this on my own anymore. I, I have to get, reach out. I have to get help. And that's when I, I, when I, when I turned it. I mean, I was already like working out, trying, but the working out was just. I felt better running. I felt better just running, 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 abusing myself as much as possible to just take all this shit out, you know? And and uh, this is pretty funny too, is, is, is I was just stressing all this, you know, anger or whatever, I clenched my jaws. So I already learned how to breathe through my nose, you know? <laughs> I was already doing it. Like I was like, oh my God, I do that anyways. <laughs> that guy was talking about that. I was like, that's what I do now. I don't ever breathe out my mouth anymore because I'm always like tense. You know? Yeah. But now I know it's a good thing. Um, and anyways, um, so so I was like, "Fuck! I don't know what I'm gonna do." So I I I, uh, I, I called Doctor Steve immediately that morning. And go, man! I texted him. I'm like, "Yo, you need to you need to get back to me, man. Like this is where I'm at." And long talk. Love him. Love him to death. And. Uh, so, and he gave me some great advice and he, 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 all I needed to do was just let all this bullshit building out and, and it felt good and it felt better. And, and then, um, I was like, okay, you gave me some tools, man. You gave me some idea. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, now I'm good. I, I think I got this, you know? And then I, I, then I reached out to my friend Callie. And you know Callie. You yeah. worked with Callie. We worked together. Yeah. 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 On, so, on the group. Yeah. On, on Elia. Yeah. yeah. So she's yoga instructor. And and I'm just like, Callie, this is where I'm at. This is what's going on, man. What you got for me? She's like, come to the house. Boom. Next thing you know, man, I'm getting getting all this paperwork. And, and her cousin lives with her. And she's an EMS, uh, first responder, firefighter, therapist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I got a team, you know. <laughs> fucking Caliente in all places. Yes, yes, all it. places. Like Caliente, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful place, but what town of what, maybe three hundred people? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe a thousand, you know, on the outskirts, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like yeah, probably about a thousand there, you know, but yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny. Very tiny. And yeah. I got I got Cali there and she's and a team and now they're, they got, they're, I mean, they went to work on me like, okay, now, you know, they're doing this. Okay. Okay. Why are you feeling here? I'm doing this. Payment. I'm like, okay, now I need to buy into this. Cause I, I mean, and that's where I was like anything, anyhow, I don't care. Give me something that might help me. Yeah. Cause I have nothing, you know, and that's where I was at. Well, it's like the woo-woo shit that we like tend to, as yeah. firefighters, a culture in a whole, like the, the yeah woo woo i'm using that air quotes you know but like like the massage therapy the energy work the meditation all that stuff we kind of like pass it off you know it's not like socially or culturally like a thing that's widely accepted but it's growing 
but that's the thing though, is you, you were, you were receptive to it because you were just looking for anything out anything. there, now, anything that could help. What can you give me? What can someone give me to take this off of me? Yeah. To take any of this off me. Get the, get the, you know, the. Get your fucking head right. Yeah. You know, the demons they say, but, but the, you know, it's like, holy shit, man, I got monsters. I got big ones and they're fucking real and they're going to bite and they're going to claw and they're fucking at my fucking door all day, every day. Yeah. We're not talking about the monster under your bed. We're talking about fucking yeah. Cthulhu. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like this is, this is fucking real. And I, I, I don't know what I can do. I don't know. I'm blown. I'm lost. My my boys are out here. My friends are out here. They're I lost one calling me, checking me. Yeah. Um, and so Callie, man, my savior, man, little angel right there, dude. She fucking boom went to work. Had me. Do, I got rocks. You know, I got I got crystals. Yeah, I'm <laughs> doing sound baths. They're chiming me, and I just took it in. I was like, no, I'm taking this for everything. This is worth right here, right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm your guinea pig, Callie. You just fucking. You go nuts. You go nuts with me. And, yeah. and then, holy shit, man, first session, I wanted to just like pull my truck over and take a nap. I was like, oh my God, you know? Uh, and then I, yeah, but it was, it was a crazy, you know, part of that. I mean, there's a lot more to it, doing yoga with her and, and all this other stuff. I was like, like, what did I become? Like, I mean, I was, you know, here this is, is like the knowing you over the years, <laughs> yeah. is like the last goddamn thing on the planet that I would ever like see you doing, like assumption wise. But it works for you, man. It works, and 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 it's one thing that like I want to tell everybody all the time is like, holy fuck, like you wouldn't believe how bad I was. Like, I mean, I, there's a smile on my face, but I'm I'm screaming on the inside constantly, constantly fucking screaming. dead inside, man. Yeah, yeah just it's just just and then. Uh, just doing this stuff and these little tools that she showed me. And I just, I took it for everything it was worth. And all of a sudden it was like, Oh my God, you know, I'm good here. I'm doing my breathing, man. I'm doing square breathings. I'm, you know, I'm trying to meditate, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm learning that, but you know, uh, and then, uh, Holy shit. You know, you just like one day, man, it, it came, a light came on and I was like, Holy fuck. You know, I mean, I'm here for all of you. And now, now I figured out a way to, uh, to, to feel better when, when that fucking knots here in your fucking stomach and you're here and you're thinking about all the fucking bad shit, and you, you know, and the, and, and, and the unknown and, and not knowing, um, and not having closure on anything. You, you just learn like to like take that, endure it, grab it, you know, and uh, I was telling the boys last night and you don't know until you're there, I guess, until you know what I'm talking about, but you, you're, you're, you're I go, you're pushing it out. If you're standing up, you're pushing it through your feet. You just grab it and you're doing that in your head and, releasing this shit through this fucking chair out your ass boom yeah and you're doing that and you're breathing and you're breathing and all of a sudden like oh my god i'm back again. yeah and the more and more you do this the less and less you have to do it yeah the I better think. you get at it right yeah you better you get the more it. efficient it's like it's like pt man we, yeah. we run our asses off for a reason build cardiovascular yeah strength right we hike our asses off so we can get better at hiking we lift weights to maintain strength yeah. it's no fucking different when you're doing it with yeah either the demons inside you or the breathing exercises or practicing meditation. It, it's a whole body thing, dude. Cause you can't have one without the other. Right. Yeah. If one yeah. of those, like if the psychological, the, the mental health, the physical health, the social health, the financial health, all those shit, all that health <laughs> shit that we're talking about, it's all interconnected because if yeah. one falls, the rest will. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you were there. And you're there and you, and you just got too much. And, and but it was, and it was crazy. And, uh, you, you know, just these little, 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 little tricks and things like, I mean, I do my fingers thing like this and it helps. <laughs> yeah. Did you believe in it? You do it. And, 
yeah. So like, so this whole week, man, I just been telling my story here. Like, dude, I am good today. Today I'm, I, I got this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be here for everybody. And it's like looking at that room when, um, you know, uh, and I was telling a few people, I was like, God damn, I don't, I don't want to do what Gladys did to me, to you, anybody fucking here. I cannot do that. Even though it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, you're just like hell with it. You know, it'd be so easy. Yeah. You know, um, but no, so there it is, man. That's some crazy shit, huh? <laughs> That's heavy, man. It's, it's, but it's true though, because like how many, I mean, how many people have we known that have like succumbed to their own yes. darkness, man? Like good friends of ours, dude. Yeah. Gladix. Fucking yeah, Pete. Pete, my, my fucking boy, Ian, dude. Yeah. Poe. It's, 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 it's too much, you know, and, but it's a fucking, it's like, it's, it's sad though, because like, I, I, I don't know what it is, man. I just, I, it's not like we don't have the tools available. I don't know if it's a social construct. I don't know if it's a cultural construct. I don't know what the fuck it is, but God damn, man, is it so prevalent? Yeah. And it's, and then, you know, thinking about it a lot of the time is like, you never know, like you can, you can look at me and I'm going to work with a smile on my fucking face every day and, next and day I'm doing it. Man. But then, but then I'm that scene and, you know, lethal weapon, you know, every fucking day I got to find a reason yeah. to be here, you know? And, um, and so, uh, it, it, yeah, when you're at that spot, you're like, holy shit. And people are like, well, how do we stop this? How do we keep it going? How we, how we not? It's like, I don't know if you can, it has to be the individual. The individual has to, have to, you know, he drowned and has to swim for that fucking shore. Yeah. Or but it's hard if, to come up from air when you're already drowning, dude. Yeah. 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 And, and, and you, I'm, I'm telling him right now, it's like, if you want to do this, if you're going to fucking check out, you know, when you're checking out, you know, nobody's going to like, you're already, you already know when you're going to do it, what you're going to do, whatever. I mean, you're already thinking that shit. That's when you're far beyond gone. And you're like, holy shit. You know, and, and I'm there. Like yeah. I'm there, you know, everyone's talking mental wellness and this and that. I'm already in my brain have committed when I'm going to do this and, and I want to do this, you know, and that's, that's fucking scary. Yeah. You know, you know, you, and you're like, well, how do you pull out of that? You, you, you got to do it yourself and you got to find that reason to live. And for me, it was looking at my family, my fire family, my bros is where I was like, okay. Fuck this. What are you thinking? Why are you thinking this? You know? And, um, yeah. Fucking heavy. <laughs> that is some of the most uh. profound shit I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> no, no, I'm fucking serious, dude, because this is, and this is why, and this is why it's so important to have this topic. And this is why I have the utmost fucking respect for you, dude, is because you have the courage to fucking tell your story, man. Yeah. And I, I, I don't give a fuck what or who or how it helps somebody, yeah. as long as it helps one motherfucker out there, dude. Yeah, exactly. I miss Gladix. I miss Ian, dude. I don't want to see this shit keep happening, dude. No. It fucking hurts me, dude. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I need- And you were there, dude. You were yeah. there. Yeah. That's why I got to tell the story. Like, holy shit. I was there. You know, gun in the fucking nightstand, you know, in- uh, and so it's like, okay, now I'm here. I'm good. I'm fucking awesome now. But, 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 you know, you, you hear my words, you hear what I am saying, like, God damn, you can get out of this. You can fucking pull out of this. Because a lot of people that are thinking of this 
are almost committed to it already. Yeah. And um, no, there's ways, there's things. You just got to reach out and you got to talk and be open. And, you know, and, 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 oh, you know, I mean, like the way I, I look at it sometimes is like, man, we're sitting here with like a, a Coke bottle, man, and it's been shook and, it, and you're just cracking that lid, but there's so much of that pressure in there, you know? It so can't you, just, it can't escape yeah. fast enough. Yeah. yeah. And then you're releasing that on, on the people you love and, and, and being an asshole and pissing people off and you're being mean and you're being angry and you're saying things you don't mean and you, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, now, now I found out like, okay, now I figured this out. Now it's, it's <laughs> this is good. Cause now that I figured like how to re, like fix myself with stress and, to, you know, in, in my anxiety and shit, right? Now, if I get like <laughs> administrative shit or like my concur, my times, my all this other bullshit. The, the administrative bullshit that we all yeah, hate doing. That we stress we out about, to. oh, I, get, uh, I do this. And then I just don't do it. <laughs> like, shit, I'm supposed to be doing now. Like, oh my God, I don't know why my bosses are watching this or listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Did you do this? <sighs> nope. <laughs> it does have its downside. It does. Where you were like, okay, stress is my, I get my times in. Oh my God, like, when I'd be like wigging out, get my credit card statement done, do this, I'll be like, you know, we would be stressing about it and like, I gotta get done. God damn it, God damn it. Someone's going to yell at me, you know? Yeah, but you yeah. get fucking done. Yeah. It's like, why is that? It's the little things, right? Yeah. Like how insignificant is doing your times? Yeah, yes. I want to get fucking paid, but can yeah. I, you and I know how to time codes. And with the BLM, yeah. it's it's kind of a bitch to time, do time codes, right? Yeah. You have to type in like a fucking 32 digit number 32 with like hours and digit. all. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. And then if you like, this hour was charged to that fire and so on and so forth, right? Yeah. It's a pain in the ass, but you know what, man? Like as much as you and I have done times, especially you, because you've been in the game way longer than I have, you're probably pretty fucking quick at it. Uh, yeah, little, I don't know. <laughs> but still, like, you, you know, you it know has to I mean? be done, yeah. but why stress yourself out about yeah. like something in the grand scheme of things? Like, you yeah. know, you're going to get it done. You can get it done. It's not like it's beyond your abilities to get it done. Yeah. And if you fuck up, well, you, someone's going to catch it and they're yeah. like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Good. You know, it's like, why stress out about that kind of shit? It's so like insignificant to the bigger picture it right? is it is and 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 yeah the times are are the, the administrative shit the paperwork the, all these things that we the bullshit the bullshit that we have to yeah. do um we, we we a lot of us do stress a little bit or if not a lot on getting that done or, or worrying about it and then like i said like this is a you know me now i'm like okay man, that shit. I'm just not going to do it today. <laughs> I told him for him last night. I'm like, I was like, you watch Office Space? You know that movie Office Space? I'm like, yeah. They go, I'm just not going to come in today. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> I think I'm going to sit on the couch and watch TV and drink a beer. <laughs> yeah. It's the only character I can like, like, you know, uh, familiarize at this point where I'm at. Like, nah, you want to watch Kung Fu? <laughs> you know? <laughs> So it's, you know, but, you know, hell, man, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm in a good spot. I'm a good place. And like I said, I, I got volunteered for a bunch of stuff this week to do. And, and I'm excited about it. It's this show for you yeah. big time to just, just, just talk about how I feel, where I'm at. And, and if someone's hearing this and listening to this, like, yo, man, if you're there, you know, there's, you, you can get out of this. You, yeah. You're going to be fine, you know, but you got to do steps. You got to put work in. You got to hit the grind and, and then slowly you'll. 
you'll, you'll find some. some it's a madness. fucking fight, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a fight, fight for you, and it still it still is a fight for it you too. It still is a fight. Yeah, it's not like okay, I went to therapy. I'm all better. Done. No, cool. I'm a good. No, no. it's no. yeah. I'm still. I gotta. I gotta work on it every day. I gotta do it every day. You know, and um, you know, and just and, and just keep it going. You know, if I start feeling down, I start feeling this. I go bust out some miles, you know, or, you know, I start doing my meditation. I start doing my, you know, my, my little shit, my little things that I do. And, and, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's those little tools, right? And I think that's uh, one of the overlooked things about therapy and like probably a misconception about like, yeah, like clinicians and therapy and like the, the massage and like the energy work and all the woo woo shit and all the other professional yeah. stuff that's in like a medical context, you know? Yeah. It all works together, but it's also a practice. It's just yeah. a lot of people think that if you go to a therapist or you seek these, this help out, that it's going to be a fix. Like they are going to fix you. Yeah. And that is not the case, no. man. It's up to you, the individual. And you said it right there, dude, you, you even confirmed it, man. Yeah. But it's when you go to these people, it's like going to fucking Home Depot, right? Yeah. I need this sheet of plywood. Ah, oh, fuck. You're already home. You unload the plywood. I, fuck. I got, I forgot screws. I got to go yeah. get screws. Okay. That's not the right screw. So you're finding those different like tools to put in your toolbox to complete the job and build yeah. yourself strong. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's up to you at the yeah. end. And the way it is too, is it's, you're talking to, to somebody and you just, you're just, you're letting it all go to them. And then they're going, well, okay, this is, this is what you can start on here. This is what you can do here. This is what you should do here. And it's like, okay, I'm doing that. Okay, yeah. now I'm doing this. And now I'm going to ask this person for help. I'm going to ask that person for help. And and then all of a sudden, like, okay, now I got some tools. And, you know, and I'm going to try this. You know, I'm going to put the, I'm gonna put the meditation, you know, the, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, Apple Music got the meditation thing. You know, I'm going to put that on the white noise. And when I go to sleep at night, you know. That shit helps, dude. Yeah. The white noise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was telling Vanessa about it. I'm like, I got my rocks, man. I got this rock here. This one helps me sleep. And so I got this one. <laughs> She's all. Like, oh, I got rocks too. She goes. Did you got them out on the? You got them outside right now. Charge them up in the full moon. Up, yeah, full moon, dude. Yes. I know what's up, dude. I know what's up. I'm like, yeah, I do. I actually have them charging. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I know there's gonna be some like detractors out there listening to that right there. That uh, is like, yeah, I do the crystal thing, right? And it's like, oh fuck, here we go, the crystals, yeah, yeah. right? There's those people out there that don't believe in that shit, but. I'm going to say this and I hope it like resonates with those folks that are like the detractors from that. But yeah. I'm, actually, I'm going to even do it. Does, does, I'm going to ask you a question. Does it work for you? Do you believe in it? Do you yes. think it's beneficial? Then what the fuck does it matter? It, it works matter. for you, dude. Yeah. Try it. It worked for you. You tried it. You had the balls to try it, right? Yes, exactly. So, and uh, yeah, dude, fucking if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. Keep totally. doing what works. Yes. And, and, and that's, and that's, and you know, that's where I was, where I think I was at anything, anything. You want me to put this rock in my pocket? I'm going to do it. Yeah. You want me to put it out there on the windowsill for a, to charge? <laughs> I'm doing it. Like, well, give me more, like, cause you know, I'm just trying to survive, you know? Yeah. I'm drowning and I'm, and I, and then and, and all of a sudden like, okay, my rock. I got this, I got that, you know. <laughs> but it works for you, man. That's the thing. That's like, the thing. And you didn't know until you tried it. Cause you probably thought it was like, I'm, I'm just going to make the assumption that you probably thought it was bullshit until you tried it. Right. I mean, if someone told me this, like, you know, two years ago or a year ago, like, you know, this rock's going to help you sleep and this one's going to do this. And this crystal's here, you know, and this one is your, you know, 
you're like, fuck, man, you're fucking goddamn rock. This motherfucker's know? high. Yeah. Like, fuck you on, man, you know? And, and then today I'm like, oh yeah, I got my rocks. It's hard. <laughs> you know, and, and it, I think it's, 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 um, when you're, yeah, when you need something, you need to believe in something, you need to trust it, you need to be open to it and, and just go with it. Trust the, the process, hell? right? What the hell, man? You know, yeah. why not? These, do, I'll do my finger things. Yes, it helps now. Yeah. You know, uh, breathing. Oh my God, now you hear so much about this, my breathing. This fucking breathing shit, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm always breathing. Yeah, so I'm doing my thing, you know, and um, God, it, it just, it, I think it is, it's just, you just believe in that thing and just, and then you, you get better. You get better, whatever it is. It's Just small chunks, dude. Small chunks. It's no different than biking into a shitty yeah. steep fire. It's one foot in front of the other, dude. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we got Walker here. He'll come out here and tell you, you know, like how he did okay. He did all right. And, and you know, come on, man. Get some rocks. <laughs> get the crystals, man. Why not? You know, start feeling better, man. Yeah. You know, breathing. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. There's a lot of things out there, like some stuff that yes. I do, that some stuff that I do, like there's a shit ton of stuff out there, right? Yeah. I do like the energy stuff. I like the shaman stuff, right? I, yeah. That's my, that's my jam, right? I got a local girl here. Uh, she's badass. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't know if I want to like sell her out and like publicly disclose about it. Cause I don't know if she's like into that sort of thing. So I'm going to, you know. She might get a bunch of calls. Yeah. Hey, she might get flooded. You're helping him. Can you help me? But, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it, she, she's fucking wonderful, and she's a she's kind of a lot like your girl, right? She's a EMS. Uh, she was a paramedic for a long time, and yeah. now she's like, she's a clinician. She's also into like the shaman thing, like the energy work, healing crystals, the, yeah. the fucking rocks and shit, right? <laughs> and it's cool, man. It, it's cool because like you don't know until you try it. But I'm yeah. into it. It worked for me. It works for me. And also, I like other things too, like. Uh, like, uh, you ever done a sensory deprivation float? And I know I sound like fucking Joe Rogan right now. Cause that's where I learned no, about but this shit. People been all week been telling me about stuff Dude, like this. It's cool, man. <laughs> all right. So allegedly back in the day, I might have had an experience with some psilocybin and <laughs> obviously know where this story is going. But the thing is, that's cool about the sensory deprivation float is I get closed eyed hallucinations, uh, oftentimes like towards the tail end of it. Right. Yeah. And it's like. Have you ever done like a therapeutic, uh, like a, or a, a assisted, um, therapy with the help of some sort of hallucinogen? It's kind of similar to that, but you're in control of the, like the whole thing, yeah. right? It's not in a recreational context where you're out like tripping balls in the forest or whatever yeah. with your buddies, right? It's for a purpose. And it's that same mentality of the cluttered desk, right? You got a these pile of bills here, shit stacking up. You got trash over there. It just gives you a little bit of time and it's only like an hour and a half or an yeah. hour or whatever, but you get that similar like mind thing going to yeah. where you traditionally only get with the assistance of hallucinogen therapy. Right. Yeah. But you can get to that almost to that point when you're doing the sensory deprivation thing. Yeah. Right. So it's like clearing that fucking cluttered desk and you get this focus and this, this, this like clarity. And it, it's, it's, it's helpful for me, man. It's, it works. You do that here in Reno. Yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> Healing one center. It's down here off of plum street, man. They got some good shit. And my girl that does the energy works there. You'll find her. So, Oh man, I'm in. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, these are the things, these are the things we need to make public and make known. I mean, or just give fucking give some, if it's somebody out there that just go try it, man, go just try, try the shit. Yeah. If you're going through some shit like I am and feeling you're there, then yo, 
what's it gonna hurt? What's it gonna hurt? It's gonna cost you a couple bucks if it doesn't work. Yeah. Oh well, fucking move on to the next tool and toolbox, right? Exactly. Just keep reaching out and talking. And I think, you know, like I was talking to so many people this week about what I've been doing and where I'm at, you know, and you know, and there a ton of compliments from all the bros and all my sisters, you know, just like, God, you look good, you're happy, you're sparked up, you know, and like tuned in, yeah. You're good. Like you you know, what's what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I got rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds so fucking I breathe, ridiculous. I breathe, I breathe, I got my stones and I got my crystals. Yeah. Which that sounds so ridiculous, but it's helpful for you, man. That's mm -hmm. the, and that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, it's just not that. I just think the rocks is fucking funny as hell. It is pretty goddamn funny. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there is a lot more to it. I mean, a lot of like, you know, breathing and exercises and, you know, and, and, and a lot of it is, um, um, you know, not being hard on yourself. Yeah. You know, telling, Having some grace for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Telling yourself you're worth it. Telling yourself you're not a fucking asshole. Telling yourself, you know, you know, cause you come down on yourself. And I think that's where it is. The worst is you're, you know, you feel like such a failure. You feel like such a, such a fucking piece of shit, insignificant person, you know? And, and then that's where you also do is have to build your confidence, up, build yourself up, you know, hell yeah. with it, you know? Um, so it's the whole comment is like the whole like mentality of like, yeah. if you put trash in, you're going to get trash out. Yeah. Right. It's no different from nutrition. It's no different from your mental health. Yeah. If you keep telling yourself you're a piece of shit, guess what? All of a sudden yeah. you're a piece of shit and you believe yeah. it. You believe it. And you told yourself that you fucking tricked yourself. Yep. And I get the self-deprecation in this culture and like the fire culture and the dark humor and like the turd sandwiches that we constantly eat. But man, the positivity, that's, that's one of those big things, man. Yeah. If you keep being positive, like you've always been, dude. And granted, we've had a little bit of separation there because I'm not in the fire game anymore. And you went through some dark fucking shit. Like I knew Happy Walker before yeah. the, all the shit went down. Yeah. And now you, I'm just now learning this conversation right now. Yeah. That human connection, dude, that story that, that I did not know that shit, like the gravity of that situation for you. Yeah. But now look at you. I'm, it, I, I come, I, I kind of feel kind of bad because I, I feel like I wasn't, <laughs> I feel like I wasn't really there for you during the like shit, well, during the turd sandwich. And I saw you on the happy part and the yeah. recovery part. I didn't see, and I, I no. didn't get the opportunity to help you like, or like try and fucking like reach out during the shit. Cause I didn't know, man. And and that's all of us, man. We, we don't know. We can all wear a mask. We can all just be happy, go lucky all the time. And then, um, you don't, it's like this, the, the one I was thinking about was Robin Williams mm -hmm. is, is the best thing, the happiest, funniest fucking dude. He is one of the goat comedians, yeah. dude. And then he checks out. Yeah. Huge depression, huge shit going on in his life. No one would know. Anthony Bourdain too, man. Yeah. This motherfucker has the best job in my eyes in the world, man. He yeah. travels around the goddamn globe and eats the best food in the world. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, he checked out too. He checked out too. And, and, and that's, and that's where I, I kind of identified with It's like, Oh my God. Like I'm like that dude. Like I am in public. I am laughing. I'm telling jokes, but then inside and I'm like, he told you screaming monsters, demons all fucking around you. And you just, it builds, it builds and builds. And then you know, all of a sudden you're just like, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm completely exhausted with everything. The job, this, all the shit, you know? Um, yeah. I think that's where you're, you're already committed at that point, you know, until you're like, okay, fuck this. I love everybody. I love my friends. 
fuck this, I'm coming back. Love my family. I'm back, baby. Coming back, you know. Yeah. You know? And then that's when you start looking for help. You know, and I and I hope people listen to this and like that are going through this kind of shit and go, hey, don't worry, man. If I can do this, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, for fuck's sake, dude, you fly <laughs> around on a helicopter, fight fire with a fucking a robot arm practically. Yeah. Dude. I do this one handed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's inspiring in itself, dude. I mean, like mm-hmm. during the the vehicle accident, man, like like to overcome that adversity, man, and still be in the game and fight and fire and still be in that light, man, that, that fucking yeah. positivity, man, that speaks volumes about your character, dude. Yeah. And it speaks volumes about it. Well, it, it speaks volumes being vulnerable here to tell your story and your struggles and like the shit that you endured. And yeah, it's, I hope everybody can learn from it, dude. I do. Yeah. 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 The, yeah you can, you can heal. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow will be better. Wake up and see what tomorrow brings. And I, and I, and I used to always like, I don't know if that's my shit or someone else's shit, but like, I always would like, when I first had this accident and I kept teetering to that, the depression side, the, the sad side, the poor me kind of side. And I, I would just like, no, 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 I, I got this today. Let me see what tomorrow has. Yeah. Like, one more day. Let's go one more day. One you foot know? in front of the other. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, you know, let's go two more chains. Yeah, I'm like, let's go, let's go. And, and, and so, yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's, that just keeps you there. But then it's like, okay, now you hell with that, man. We got to pull back. We got to fucking regroup. We got to just, we just can't be doing, you know, chink and line, you know. Yeah. yeah gotta Eventually pull. you're going to run out of water. You're yeah, going to run yeah. out of MREs. You're going to yeah. run out of fucking. Yeah. Out of, you're going to run out of energy and fucking you yeah, get fatigued, man. It's I the did. same thing with your mind, man. I did. Just exhausted. Just totally just ass kicked, exhausted mentally, physically, emotionally, just fucking wanting to give it all up, you know? And um, then it's like, okay, now, now we're good. I found some tools. I'm going to be better. <laughs> you got some tools too, man. All right, dude. All right. So the people that are watching the video here, like you, you got to show this thing off because this thing is fucking cool. And I find it wildly rad that you're still fighting fire because like the indomitable spirit, the human spirit, the willpower, all that stuff is like, you overcame that shit, dude. Like most people, they'd be like, I'm fucking out. I'm out of the game. I'm yeah. not fighting fire. You found a way, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I know. I, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> or you're just a glut, should, you're glutton be, for punishment. I should have yeah, been committed a long time ago, man. You know. <laughs> Shit, I don't think so, dude. I don't think so at all. <laughs> like, what the hell are you thinking, man? I think it's cool though, but it's like those people you see, like, uh, you know, you got like Olympians, like Paralympians that lost their legs and they're yeah. like setting fucking world records, running yeah. and shit. You know. Yeah, you you you, just, you see it and you're like, well, well, hell yeah, man. But what do you, what do you you know? And you know, and for people that don't know, Eric Tilden, his wife Brittany, she builds all my cool gadgets. Like, yeah, Eric Tilden, he is the uh, a super Elko Hell Attack. He's a good dude. Yeah, I talked to had a chat, good chat with yeah. him yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and his wife builds all the crazy things I want. You know, what I mean, like, whoa, I'm I mean, like I said, man, I am one of the luckiest people around to to um to to do this job experience this job but have these kind of friends and this kind of fire family and real family my real family is awesome as well you know like come on yeah you, you lose your hand but you get to keep fighting fire the whole state of nevada's got your back oh yeah you know whole fire community's got your back you ain't you want to do it you're gonna do it yeah you want an office job we can do that but if you want to fight fire you're gonna keep fighting fire kind of thing and 
hell yeah, you know, and all right, we're going to build you some hands to do this job, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking cool though, because yeah. that just shows you like the, the support of the fire family. I mean, I know, yes. I know that like, like I've got like a very deep relationship with a lot of folks in the mm-hmm. Bureau of Land Management here, of course. So my skew is my, 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 my vision and my, my, my point of view is very skewed and biased to like loving these folks. Right. But sometimes that doesn't happen around, man. But if you can just like be that inspiration and like kind of lead from either the top, the middle or the bottom, like wherever, man, you can, you can make that if you don't have it at your district or your, your forest or your fucking station or whatever, man, you got to put in the effort. Yeah. Put in the effort. Yeah, you do. But no, I truly lucky, man. You know, especially my family, you know, like my, my son Gunner, you know, I got to shoot a shout out to him because he's fighting fire. Mm-hmm. You know, he's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So, you know, and, and so it's a really good connection with him, you know, with this too, you know. But I don't know. Crazy wildlife, man. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? The places that we go and the shit that we see, man. It's mm-hmm. It's good, man. Well, Walker, man, I appreciate you being on the show, dude. Thank you. This has been a wonderful experience and fucking good to see you again, dude. Fucking awesome, man. So, uh, but with that, always give the opportunity to give some shout outs to some homies, heroes, mentors. I know you got Gunner in there, but. Yeah, I had to throw Gunner in there. Yeah. Who else you got for us, man? <laughs> oh, man, you know my list. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be rolling for another three hours, folks. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all my homies, you know, I love you. Fucking <laughs> okay, Well, Walker, thank you so much for being yes. on the show, dude. And best of luck to you, dude. Keep doing you. what you're doing and keep inspiring everybody. I will try. All right, brother. See ya. And boom, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Anchor Point Podcast is in the books with my good friend, Jay Walker. Dude, thank you so much for being on the show. That was one hell of a story, man. And uh, yeah, keep doing you, dude. Like, seriously, like you are like one of my favorite people in fire. And I don't know a single person that like really like dislikes you by any means, because whenever you walk into a room, man, you are one of like the funniest motherfuckers in the room and you are a tough son of a bitch. You even lost your arm and you're still crushing it out there, dude. That, that, oh God, that inspires me, man. Fucking love you, man. That, that is awesome. Walker, dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your story. And I hope that if even if it helps one person out there, then mission accomplished. Thank you so much. As for the rest of you, I hope uh, everybody got some uh, some good bits out of this uh, episode. And uh, yeah, feel free to re- reach out to him, man. You can find him on the old gram and the uh, old Facebook. I'll definitely put some links in the show notes. And uh, yeah, chat the dude up. He's all about sharing the word and sharing his story and hopefully inspiring the next generation of wildland firefighters to uh, do what they need to do, no matter how strange it sounds or how dumb it sounds or how woo woo it sounds. Just try it. That's all you got to do. If it works for you, then great. If it doesn't, well, move on to the next tool that you can put on your toolbox. So once again, Walker, thank you so much. Hope everybody enjoyed the episode and I hope everybody's staying safe and geared up for this season. And uh, yeah, I hope those crews, uh, I went up to Canada that first little cycle rolling up there. I hope you guys are doing well. And if you, like I said, if you want to be on the show and tell your story about fighting fire in Canada, well, feel free to hit me up. So special shout out to our sponsors. We got mystery ranch, purveyors of the finest damn packs in the fire game. 
go over to www.mysteryranch.com and check out the Backbone Series TikTok. May 31st is going to be the end date for that Mystery Ranch Backbone Series scholarship opportunity. So go over there and check it out. We've got Hotshot Brewery, kick-ass coffee for kick-ass cause. Go over to www.hotshotbrewing.com and check it out. We've got my man Booze over at the Ass Movement. He is doing the finest damn work in spreading poo-bearing propaganda. So if you have a problem pooping around your crew, go over to www.thefirewild.com and check out the ass movement. And last but not least, we got my girl over there at the Smoky Generation, aka the Wildfire Experience, American Wildfire Experience, Bethany Hanna. You have a kick-ass organization over there. Keep it up. As for the rest of you, y'all know the drill. Stay safe, stay savage. Peace.